This is a HeadGum Original. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Jake is on a golden mic streak this month. Amir got another thirty. He never got one golden mic. Jake has over 430. Welcome to the show, if I were you. It's an advice show, if I were you. Nice. Whoa, I was really settling in for that. I thought it was going to keep on going. Yeah, he sort of... Why didn't he keep on going? Well, he said that like 30 seconds was probably enough for a theme song since, uh, you know, there's still the entire episode to go. So he didn't want to do like a full song parody for it. Yeah, but I mean, that was so good. That was like better than our show. So like it really should have <laughs> kept on going. I mean, I guess I, I could play it again or something. No, or... no, no, no. You don't need to have to play it again. Like it needs to go on. We need to hit the chorus. We need to hit the bridge. We need more verses. <laughs> we can't just like loop. Do you know that. what that? <laughs> Do you know what the song it is? Um, yeah, it's on the tip of my dick, but I don't know the actual. Yeah, it's like, like I know the song, yeah. but I don't know anything about mm. the song. Yeah, I can hear it's it. The really song well that starts with like da 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 far away. I, oh, I don't want to lose your love tonight. Yeah, so it's called Your Love yeah. by The Outfield. Nice. Great song. What so a jam. I, I, yeah, I don't, I've never even heard of The Outfield, but I really know that song, and I like yeah, it. Yeah, what a famous song for me not to know how it goes or who sings it, but it's like instantly <laughs> yeah. recognizable. Yeah, like it could have been like a 90s song, a 2000 song, an 80s song. I guess it came it's gotta out be in 84 or 85. Mm, yeah, damn. close. Wow, yeah. all right, cool, yeah. Uh, uh, well, that parody was written by Anderson Reagan, who's been watching us since 2009. If you could shout out my new project, Acid Goth. <laughs> I've, I've just released <laughs> an album called Rapid Expen Exponential Growth Machine, streaming everywhere. Thanks mm -hmm. so much and nothing but love. All right. Interesting. P.S. My pronouns are they, them. Oh, shoot. I, I don't know if I read that too late. I don't know if we referred. I, th I mean, I okay, think you did. So they are releasing a new project called Acid Goth, mm -hmm. uh, and it's called Rapid Exponential Growth Machine. So there you I have guess, it. Thank you, Anderson Reagan. Yeah, people don't know that you read these emails for the first time live on the day. I think they mm -hmm. imagine that you would like, yeah. you know, take that in, internalize it, then present the information. But oftentimes, no, mm -mm. yeah, you're it's reading a, it the first time. It's a little time more haphazard. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. So I apologize to them now that I know. So nice. there we have it. Um, all right. This is a Thursday record, January 14th. Episode comes out January 18th. Jake, do you know why that date is so specifically special to me? January 18th, this is a, a Monday episode, a very special episode. Why do you think that is? Uh, it's MLK Day. Which January is nice. 18th. <laughs> MLK Day, yes, yes. Which is, yeah, important. But why specifically that date to me? Is it so good for me to have it that date, to have it come for out? It's like a to gift have... to me almost. Man, that one eighteen, one eighteen. Like how August fifth is a big close. day for you. I was gonna Why say, yeah, August fifth. It's close to my half birthday. Is my half birthday January fifth or February fifth? 
February. Yeah. All right. But so this yeah, is it's like, like it's cool. It's in between. Like, I'm talking about the two dates. Yeah, that I'm I not talking about in between. I'm not talking about good. my half or anything. I'm talking about like what's that? What what's one eighteen eighty three? Um, that big day for me. One eighteen. It's my birthday. That's right. Oh, today you were born. And as it. <laughs> It's like the anniversary. And so of when it's my birthday, the day that you were, born, I know yeah. you didn't think or that far ahead, but I'm sure you have some special little things peppered throughout this episode to make it feel well, like it's a special day. I hope for you're me. not. I hope you're not like projecting the idea that I that I'm going to have birthday gifts for you throughout the episode. When I no, you know, it's pretty clear yeah, just now not. that I didn't even know that it was your birthday. So we're we're yeah, recording. very clear. Your expectations clear. should be rock bottom for me to do. Okay, anything okay. I'll, me, I'll keep them rock for me to bottom. You. I mean, don't wink, especially not like that. Especially don't wink. like it, you're blinking and crying. You don't need to frown when you wink. It's just an eye movement. <laughs> All right, we'll call that the first gift, a little tip, a trick about how to blink, which I appreciate, but obviously oh, cool. I want As long as that can be the too. gifts, I'll give you, I'll just give you tips and advice throughout the episode. As a gift from me to you, you should get Invisalign or something because you, you, your teeth are really bad is all I was going to say. Yeah, like Invisalign. <laughs> well, you got me something veneers. like you got me. No, like, no it's the advice yeah. that you should have veneers because you're... Your mouth and your smile is bad. And I would wonder, and actually this is why it's a pretty good gift to tell you to get veneers. I think that if you had veneers, your voice Fake would teeth. be better because your voice is bad. If you could shave and file your teeth down to tiny little points and then the dentist yeah. locks well, I in might get sick if I go to a dentist right now. <laughs> in your it would be worth it. If he locks if the dentist would lock in false teeth in your gums, you would have a better mouth and a better smile and maybe a better voice because as it stands, that stuff about you is all really bad. So happy birthday. Yeah. And that's just like a friendly <laughs> tip that you get to unwrap live on the episode, which is pretty neat. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um. Whoa. That. Yeah. Threw me for a loop. But let's see if I can. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Are you getting I choked up? I know it's I, a pretty cool gift because you look up to me and you admire me, and I'm giving I you some real advice <laughs> about how to make yourself. And I do appreciate your honesty. I thought you would get me. Sorry, I was just gonna say not outwardly. Thought you'd ugly. get me a watch. Thought you'd get me a watch. <laughs> Don't believe me, just watch. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> but what you did was insult my teeth and my voice. Don't believe uh, me, wristwatch. <laughs> Don't believe nice. my wristwatch. Because <laughs> it's broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, twice a day. Uh, all right, you know what? Let's soldier on. This is, after all, an advice show, a podcast, the only advice podcast on the web, still hosted by us. I'm Amir. I am Jake. Do you know how old I'm turning? Um, are you turning 38? That's correct. The big 3-8. 3-8. Wow. How does that one feel? Uh, pretty fine. 39 will be pretty bad. And if at 40 we're still doing the podcast, I think uh, I think that's it for me um, personally. Like That will have meant I haven't done what i need to do in this arena mm. and i will have like uh, it's time for to call it quits um wow as a comedy person a creative and as a man man <laughs> <laughs> so you're giving yourself the deadline of this monday to accomplish everything you want to accomplish? no age 40 i have two years to sort of oh 40 40 get out of here i see yeah you're giving yourself and then 40. by 40 and then yeah if i'm still doing i will be a i will be a boy i will just i think i will be a boy if i don't do that by 40 41 <laughs> excuse me if you, <laughs> i really think i'll just spend my 40s as a fucking child i'll just <laughs> you know, call it that. quits and i think i will i think i'll just move somewhere and hire like a fucking actor to play my daddy and a, and a oh, child actor to play my kid sister. And I will just live off my life 
paying people until I'm a little boy and I'm dead. <laughs> I really think I will. Sorry, your and I job, don't even want you, you to If you try can't to make it as a comedy me. writer or performer, by 40, your job will be to pay people to act as your family and you'll be a boy. That wouldn't be a job. That's giving other think, people a no, job. It, it, you would be yeah. an eccentric and you don't have the cash for it. <laughs> I think for as long as I have money until it's gone, I will pay people to boy me that decade. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end of it, I will get like some sort of what accident to happen to me. <laughs> I got to say, man, I really hope I really hope it doesn't happen for you because I think the rest of your life as a boy and then dying in an accident, <laughs> hopefully soon mm-hmm. after. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that sounds like about right, you know. Like, yeah, I think for your plan I really B to be, be like a boy, yeah. <laughs> plan boy. Yeah, we're calling it plan boy as of I now. See. I will be plan buoyant, and I will be eleven until I'm gone <laughs> at know. age forty. I didn't want to know how old yeah. you were going to be. Eleven's a weird one. It's a really bad in between. <laughs> I don't really remember. Yeah, I don't remember eleven. So I'm just going to do it again until I'm done with that. As it were. Yeah. And then you'll be dead by accident. <laughs> exactly. I'll choke on a corn or something. We'll figure it <laughs> As out. As any boy will do. <laughs> oh, this one is actually written by not an 11-year-old lady, but a 21-year-old lady. So oh. 10 years older than me as a boy, as a lady. Do we have a 21-year-old's lady name? Twenty. Do you know any 21-year-olds anymore? Jeff is the youngest guy we know. Yeah, and even he's 23. Wow. Old as hell. It's funny to imagine he could have like a 12-year-old sister. Jesus. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Okay. So let's just assume uh, it's Jeffrey, but a woman at age 21. Jerry. uh, Jerry, yeah, with a G. Writes, so first off, for context, I'm a lady, 21, and recently moved into a house with two guys who are absolutely wonderful, except for this one little thing. They piss on the floor all around the toilet, so much so that when I go to use it, I have to stretch my legs out completely so as to not get pee-pee on my feet. I don't know how to bring this up to them as they are 19 and honestly probably don't even notice their revolting acts. Also, judging by the unreal amount of fish sticks being consumed in our household, I think this is the first time they're living away from their parents. Do I have a family meeting, leave a sticky note on the toilet, or put down a drop cloth? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Cheers. Love, Jerry. Jerry. What's your, what are your pee habits? You're a, you're a leave the seat up, leave piss on the rim type guy. Isn't that right? Yeah. When we lived together, I would just sort of spray it down as it were. And if like the next person wanted to deal with it on the day, they can sort of figure that out. You would sprinkle whilst you tinkled for sure. And yeah. Why do you think that is? I've I have pretty poor aim when it comes to toilet seats. Is that because um, your penis so, is so? so um, I was just gonna say, is it because it's so it's like close to your body in the way that it's I don't like? Think so I think I have a really long <laughs> hog, and I don't want to get it wet. No, you have a short dog. You do, I have a small little dick. You have yeah, a little that's nub true. That's and like the hole it, is almost it, yeah, it's yeah, hard to aim the hole feels like a shower nozzle. It's like it's, so, it's almost like a nipple. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it's almost like a nipple. Like how could you? <laughs> and I don't pee as down. much as I gleek, if that makes sense. <laughs> so instead of a stream, it's almost like a little a cobra strike. Like mm-hmm. I have no aim whatsoever. It goes every which way but down, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it hisses. It looks out like of I'm you. pissing and yeah. It feels like I'm being in zero G the way it just floats almost aimlessly. Bounce off the wall right onto your chest. Yeah, I've seen it before. Actually, actually, I do have bad aim, and that's why I prefer to just sit down when I pee. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, I don't want to like lift the seat because then I'm touching it. I don't want to try to thread the needle with the seat down uh, because I'm invariably going to get some on the seat. I'm just going to take a seat, look at my phone, pee, get up, get out, Mm -hmm. leave the room. Yeah, and I, I, I'm a, I lift the seat, but I, ki- I kick it up. I, pu- I do it with my foot, even at home. Kick it up and then kick it down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is that that seems like it's harder than sitting? Why not just take a seat? I think it's harder to p- take your pants off and put them back on. I mean, sometimes if I'm in like sweats, I'll, 
I can do that. Whip them down, sit, like look at my phone, stand up. But yeah, if I'm wearing I'm wearing regular pants today, I'm not gonna put them around my ankles just for a piss. I piss too often for that to be a an option for That's me. That's true. I pee a lot. Yeah. You you have a high quantity and I really have a high quality. My yeah. piss is just like once a day, but it's it's Orange. perfect. It's the perfect. Everyone says it's the perfect piss. It's been analyzed by it's a lot a, of people I heard. <laughs> to a T. It's it was it was the perfect urination. Everyone color, said <laughs> Everyone said it's the perfect <laughs> piss. <laughs> to a P. <laughs> to a P. Um I think that like guys having bad pissing habits is like uh it's it's just enough of a cultural touchstone that it's not even an uncomfortable conversation to have with these guys it's not like you have to be like hey your breath smells really bad or like yeah um, you left a skid mark on the back of the seat which is like really gross it's like I'm living with guys. You guys are pissing on the floor. You're pissing on the seat. That's not going to stand. They're going to have this conversation at some point in their lives. They're eventually um, someone will yell at them, whether it's you, another roommate, whether it's a significant other someday, it's going to happen. So you might as well break the seal and just be like, this, this cannot stand. And you cannot stand anymore. Yeah. You should almost require them to do my special, which is the the sit and pee. Yeah, and also, you can take the door off the hinges so you can watch to make sure that they're sitting while they pee. Yeah, or a ring camera or something, That's right. and a taser on a rope. It seems like if they're missing the the seat entirely, it's landing on the floor. That's like a that's next level. That's egregious. Like I yeah. can understand lifting the seat and leaving some on the rim that but happens to get there there's leaving a lot of ways to make a mess bad like, leaving it on the floor if you have too worse. strong of a stream it can splash out i mean you really yeah even when you lift the seat you'll often have to wipe but i think that at the very least one of the nicer things about lifting this the seat is if there's like the tiniest little dripples you can be like I'm going to get those when they accumulate. You lower the seat and that'll cover them up because no lady you live with is lifting <laughs> the seat. That's just for, that's for your private little viewing area. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your success rate with regards to having to wipe after? Is that happening 20% of the time, 50% of the time? I think probably maybe 10 to 15% of the time. It's low. And when it usually when it happens is when I have to pee really bad. And I'm like sort of starting to pee when I take my dick out. And it like does look like I've been in a situation where it's the spray was bad, where it was like I needed to. It wasn't true. (laughs) (laughs) I've pissed on a wall before. (laughs) Yeah, it starts off errant and then sort of it it zeroes in on the toilet as you pee. The real word, like if if you're lucky, you could just do like a casual like roll a toilet paper, you wipe the seat, you wash your hands. No big deal. It's really no big deal. Um, yeah. But what's what's really I've like I've done like looked at my phone and realized I was pissing against the rim, like splashing, like puddling on the floor. Yeah, because you're so fucking engrossed. You're like on parlor pissing, and it's like. It's not even hitting the toilet. It's like almost, it's, yeah. It doesn't make a noise because you're hitting the toilet paper. It's almost. hard to plan a coup and also pee true at the same time. <laughs> it's hard to coup while poo. Mm-hmm. So you have to like focus a on one coup. thing or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I took a number of coup. That's when I plan to storm the Capitol while having diarrhea at the same time. <laughs> Did you notice the detail that you left in where it said, the amount of fish sticks being consumed in the household. This is their first time living away from their parents. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I recently, I had fish sticks, I want to say maybe for the first time in my life recently. And like um, frozen ones? Yeah, frozen little fish. They weren't stick. They're almost like uh, nuggets. Because mm. I didn't really eat fish growing up. Right. But... My parents had uh, random frozen food, and my mom's like, "Just take the stuff. I'm not never going to get to it." And one of it was frozen fish nuggets, and I tried it the other day because now I'm eating fish, but I'm an adult, so I rarely get the fish nuggets. Right. I still can't get fully behind it because my brain is still expecting chicken, yeah, and it just tastes like spoiled chicken nuggets almost. Like yeah. it's hard for me to get behind the filet of fish of it all. Fish, there, there's a weird little tang to them. I, I can get into it. 
but like it's it's a little weird i'll tell you what though i made some homemade fish sticks like a fish wow. and chips style fish stick and that's so you were battering frying and doing all that stuff yourself yeah yeah there it was delicious and that was good what what fish did you use um i used a cod i believe it was a cod <laughs> And oh then, my God, it was a cod, you... or it might have been a cake for goodness sake. <laughs> did you deep fry it or bake it? Um, I baked this one. So it was like breadcrumb, egg, like egg yolk, breadcrumbs, maybe a little flour. Um, it was almost like a schnitzel. Wait, so I, don't, I don't know if there was flour if we just baked it. I think it was just egg, egg yolk and breadcrumbs. Yeah, like breaded and then baked them. And then what you had you make the chips of it all, or did you not? I didn't do chips with it. I did, we did not do chips. In fact, I cannot quite remember what the side was. It might have been. No, I don't know. I can't remember. It was over the summer. <laughs> uh, I've caught you in a lie, haven't I? <laughs> no. You didn't have the fish. Yes, I did. You didn't have the chips. No, okay. it was Jake. I was know snapper. you had that. It was day. it was snapper, and we actually did use baked crumbs. salmon, we used you had broccoli, and you had corn. <laughs> Why did I try to lie? I knew I couldn't get away with it. I almost got away I have with every, it. I was. This I have all your close. meals. <laughs> uh, anyway, should this lady bring it up to her Only male roommates? I'm sure she can bring side. it up. Um, the sauce, <laughs> sauce. I should have known. Yeah, I think you bring it up, and you can bring it up casually, and you could just be like, "You guys are pissing on the floor." The thing is, they're making the transgression. It's not. It shouldn't be hard to talk to somebody about correcting their behavior when it's um, thoughtless like this. Yeah, nineteen-year-old dudes. They yeah. don't give a shit. You can't offend them. Just let them know this is fucking gross. Right. You are, your feet are firmly planted on the right side of history here. What's the alternative? They're like, it's okay to piss on the floor. <laughs> you, I wonder if this, you don't have to worry. I would bet this 21 year old lady didn't have any brothers growing up because she's like afraid to how to talk to these monsters, these little monsters. Mm-hmm. So. And- well, and feel free to talk to them and let us know if you have any brothers, if I was right about that. Yeah. By the way, also, if you know that any of them have sisters uh, or moms that are around, uh, you can bet that they've heard this about the piss on the floor before. So it's not even like you'll yeah. be like giving them a big reality check. Like they might just be like, I live on my own now. I can piss wherever I want. Um, but they'll come around. They'll come around. Um, all right. Uh, cool. Let's take a break. Thanks some sponsors and we'll be back on the other side of these messages. Woo. Thank you to rocket money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. And then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it folks. I had no joke over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending a one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of it yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, 
That's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. Thanks, BetterHelp. Jake, I don't know if you know this, but we sort of all carry around different stressors, mm -hmm. big and small. Yeah. No, I've heard of that. Yeah. I've heard that. I've heard some people do that. And if you're anything like me, you just sort of keep it bottled up inside and never mm -hmm. complain or talk about yes. it to anyone ever. Very deep, deep, deep down. Yes. You put on a facade, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a, and a masquerade. Mm -hmm. But when we do that, it starts to affect us negatively. It's not healthy. It's not good. That's why I use mm. therapy, which is a safe space to get things off your chest. And there's no better way to use therapy than with BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. So if you've been hearing a lot about therapy and you've been wanting to give it a try, but you don't want to, you know, go through the hassle of finding a therapist, driving their awkward waiting rooms, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. Perfect. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, mm -hmm. you get matched with a licensed therapist, mm -hmm. and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Ooh, love it. It helps to get things off your chest. It helps to talk about it. Right. So get those things off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. You go there and you get 10% off your first month. Ooh, all right. Segments, folks. Yes. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments. Segments. To get matched with your therapist as soon as possible. And if you use that coupon code by going to betterhelp.com slash segments, you'll get 10% off your first month. Nice. Give it a try. It'll help. Yeah. With BetterHelp. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little the fight. <laughs> yeah yeah i do you want to know something i started doing recently Ooh. yes i am a chef now really yeah i didn't just start cooking i started becoming a chef and so the difference between those two is what like i cooked before when i had to when i felt like it's really my turn like uh i and i'd just throw a bunch of like you know, you make a stir fry or something. You like uh, kept it easy. Yeah, a bunch of vegetables, some sauce. That's that's it. The, the easy, easy stuff that you really can't mess up. Uh, toss like a eggs, hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. easy an, quesadilla in a microwave. A veggie burger. Well, yeah, try to step it up slightly more than like if it was just me. Yeah, I used to, like when I was living on my own, I would just like eat annie's macaroni and cheese with doritos as a spoon like that shit that was the goat <laughs> that was the goat um but yeah. then like a couple months maybe like a month and a half ago i was like talking to my my brother and jill and like over a quarantine i just like really really like lost my desire to cook like if it were up to me i'd like rather just order food um jill likes cooking so she would like most of the time cook like everything and i'd be recording whatever um but then i was like talking to them and i was like you know what i think i'm just like I, the cooking's not me i don't like it i'm not gonna do it like if it's my like if jill doesn't want to cook like i'll happily order us food and everybody got kind of like sad at me because <laughs> i guess and then, wait who got sad at you micah <laughs> got sad at me jill got sad at me <laughs> everybody was sort of like well cooking's not it's like you know it's not just about like your pleasure it's like providing for other people yeah. it's like you're on the domino's app yeah no for sure <laughs> did you guys want sausage and mushroom or <laughs> i was really thinking of it almost as like you know that pete holmes joke where he's just like um i'm like old enough to admit that i don't like museums it was kind of like that right it's like you know what yeah it's, it's like, like you know what i tried it I'm now in my 30s. I can be an adult and just say, I prefer takeout. Yeah. And I I really did at the time think that that was fine. But um, as I've been cooking, I've, one, realized- At the time, this is like November. This yeah, is like yeah. six weeks ago. Right. <laughs> okay. And like, I'm not yeah. saying I don't do anything. Like, I when when Jill would cook, like, I'll do some sous chef stuff. I, I definitely always cleaned every single dish that she didn't wash while she's cooking because she's kind of like- uh good like that but for the most yeah. like i'm not saying i was i would like you know like a 50s dad like i expect dinner on the table or whatever um right but i just you would just not be in charge yeah and i wanted as little to do with it as 
um, was like could reasonably be allowed. Um, uh-huh. And like, if there was any other chore or task to be done in the house, like if Jill's cooking, I'm like, oh, I'll do the laundry. I'll do, I'll like <laughs> run an errand for us. Like, I just don't want to yeah. do it. Anyway, um, so everyone got sad at me after that conversation. And <laughs> I like how you say everyone got sad at me. Like, were they mad and you're just trying to no, soften no, no, it? No, no, disappointed in me. Like, it was like just like a low energy, like, yeah, like that sucks, Jake. <laughs> and i'm like and i'm taking the position i'm like oh no it's not that bad it's like i'll try to do other stuff and they're like yeah like cooking is like um it's like a generous thing to do like and you're saying you don't want to do it like all right um so so i internalized that uh i let it lie and it's like how some people show love is to like feed others Mm -hmm. and you're just sort of like drooling while playing a nintendo switch being like yeah yeah (laughs) whatever that's exactly right i don't get it but that's exactly right yeah um so then, then I start. This was like over Christmas, and I was like, I was watching, um, I was watching uh, Parts Unknown with Anthony Bourdain, which I've never of course, seen before. Yeah. Never, obviously, it's a universally uh, beloved show, adored. Yeah, yeah, uh, and with for good reason. So my other unsolicited advice, even if you're not interested in being a chef like me, just like watching the show, it's incredible. It's so good. I think you. I think it came up a bit last week or the week before that you were watching that show. Oh yeah. I call now I call it Tony. I was like, I'm gonna watch Tony. I love him. He's such a good guy. What a man. Yeah. Sad that he took his life now. Yeah. And you discover him after the fact. Yeah, it's kind of, it's similar to when I was in like seventh grade, like loving Nirvana, um, like two years after Kurt Cobain had like killed himself. I <laughs> I was yeah. like this band's awesome. I wonder when their like their new CD's <laughs> gonna drop. And my sister was like, he's dead. I was like no <laughs> what <laughs> finding out two years later um so yeah so i was watching tony and he was in mozambique and he was like cooking this uh or like they were cooking this chicken and it just looked really good so i was like sort of feeling inspired um and then i and then i was like you know what i'm gonna like i just like had the vision of a meal in my head and i made i made macaroni and cheese and salmon uh, using a friend of my mom's <laughs> with Doritos. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty childish, but it came out really well. And everybody, I think, because I had like recently said I was I wasn't into cooking, and because I um, never do it, um, and because it came out like it came out pretty good. But everybody was just so so supportive, like extra. Like this is really good. Everyone was really proud of me. From sad, sad at me to proud of me, <laughs> and it made me feel. Did you like look up a recipe and go to the grocery store? You're like, I we have this shit. Let me just make it. We had everything, and it was like my mom's friends who my mom's friends' recipe who like bakes. Everybody like loves Claudia's uh, baked macaroni and cheese, and so I just like texted my mom. I got the I got the recipe. I added my own two of my own ingredients which were uh i think it was sriracha and salt <laughs> and doritos <laughs> um but it came out really well and i just like had a really nice time doing it I, like had a glass of wine i listened to some music um and this story is getting really long but i'll i'll finish it up with this next part so i was like still glowing from that um and then i was uh-huh. talking to one of my other sisters who her and her boyfriend play like this game every week. She has a globe at her house and they spin the globe, put their finger on the globe and wherever they land, they cook um, a, a meal of like that country's cuisine. Um, wow. So I like was texting with her about the mac and cheese. I asked her what country she had spun. Uh, they, she had spun Indonesia. So then uh, the next week I just like made some Indonesian food uh, while Jill was like, on calls and it came out really good. And I had a, again, I had a great time. I like, and then how do you make Indonesian food? Like you have to specifically order some shit for that. Well, thankfully, um, Jill's parents are thankfully they eat Turkey sandwiches in Indonesia. So like that counts. <laughs> and I had like, they a have a Burger cheese. King there. <laughs> uh, no, Jill's parents I'm are, learning all sorts of shit about Bali. Like, they have are, a Denny's. <laughs> Jill's parents are gone from New York, so her and I are staying at their place. Um, and and they her just mom have everything. Like, yeah, she's her mom. Like went to culinary school, so they have. I was like, oh wow. I was like, do you guys have 
I forget the exact spice. Like they just, they had every single spice that I could possibly need. Uh, we didn't have to Got it. shop for anything. So then that started you off on a journey of culinary adventures, and now you're still in the thick of it. Yeah, last week I made uh, chicken tikka masala French fries, my own recipe. Um, what? How? So those are fries, but with the curry sauce. That's right. Yeah, um, it was based on a restaurant. And how'd you make fries? I I peeled a potato. Uh huh. I cut it into fry shapes. Yeah. Uh, I soaked those French fries in. Uh, water overnight uh-huh um, wow the next day i think we t- i tossed them with some spices uh, i filled up a pot with uh vegetable oil whoa i brought you that deep fried to a boil oh my god I deep fried the trick there i'll tell you was you toss in the fries you let you let them cook for about five minutes then you remove them doing that in batches and then you do it again so the first time they're kind of just double fried they're cooking yeah that the twice fried potato and then over that, I put the chicken tikka masala, and it, it came out great. Almost like an Indian poutine of sorts. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is, there's a restaurant in Los Angeles called Badmash that does chicken tikka masala poutine. But I took out the, the cheese and the gravy because it just seemed like it was a little much. So you're making, is it a, an everyday thing? Is it like a once a week thing? What's your cadence now? Every once a week, I make something that's like a little more um, ambitious, and then like the other with with my uh, Indonesian leftovers, I like made a stir fry with eggs on it. That's like the cla- the old classic meal. Um, yeah, just heat it up and add an egg. Yeah, throw it in a bowl and eat it. But as I am learning, it's like I can. It's it's a little easier for me to just like do something. I like feel more comfortable, and also I think cooking used to be. I have only been doing it for a month, but like it used to be very stressful because I did it so infrequently that when I did it, I would be like nervous. And now that I've like done it a few times, I'm like, oh, if this comes out bad, that's okay. I'll just cook again tomorrow. Oh wow! So it's that frequent. You'll you'll go back to back if necessary. Yeah, yeah, I'll go back to back if necessary. Um, do you have photos? Are you? Uh, cataloging this journey of yours uh yeah i'll send you i'm gonna send you a photo of my um of my indonesia wow okay and then since you're doing the cooking now it has it switched to jill cleaning the dishes now so that's that that's my favorite part of uh cooking food is that somebody else has to clean up yeah it's which is incredible like um because you'll leave a fucking destruction in your wake. You're not like considerate about that part either. So like, there's I an upside down dishes. pan on the floor, and you have to say like, "Oh, I guess you have to pick yeah. it up." And it's still really I don't hot. Even, yeah, I don't even put them in the sink. I don't rinse anything. Um, I, I, yeah, it's I'm a tornado for sure, for sure, for sure. Wow, how are you getting these these plating ideas? Like that half the the dome of rice looks like you have to do it very specifically like you're following a very specific recipe or photo uh that's right it was let me see that's rice that's that's quite rice um i want to see if i can find the recipe wow this looks good the that's that's chicken thighs i take it that looks like yeah yeah dark meat boneless skinless right boneless skinless chicken thighs i went with the chicken thighs instead of the uh chicken breast because they're yeah like i just like the way they they taste a little bit better yeah um that's good yeah i think i i I got the like there that was some specific rice dish where they usually shape the rice in like a cone with a banana leaf um and i didn't have one but i but I did just, I made a little like sandcastle with the rice. So, wow. That was it. Looks legit. Yeah. yeah. And cilantro. Is that parsley? Um, yeah, cilantro, I, which I literally just found wow. out. Cilantro and parsley and coriander are all, are all the same thing. Truly. Uh, you know, are you they really? Every day. No, parsley and cilantro are two different things. They have I'm to looking, be. I, my Google search right now, before we started doing this, uh, is parsley cilantro coriander also known as cilantro in north america and parsley are herbs from the same botanical fam- botanical family apiaceae oh interesting so they they're like they're sort of the, they're cousins but they gotta taste differently like i've had parsley i've had cilantro they're not the same thing i look i i this is my text to jill 
I said, is it, do we have cilantro? She said, yes. And I said, is it the same as parsley? She says, it's cilantro. And I said, really? And then she said, don't gaslight. <laughs> we got to get to the bottom of this next week. I have mm-hmm. to figure it out. But these sticks look pretty cool, how you, you skewered them and they look like some sort of matrix on a baking sheet. Wow. Yeah, that's right. I, we skewered the chicken for the tikka masala. Any uh, any horror stories? Like, did anything come out like underdone or food poison chic or... You you burnt it by accident. Not so far. None of these have come out bad, which is really kind of crazy. But there was a time, every single time, as I'm cooking these, where I think it's ruined, where I'm like, oh, this is like, this is going to be awful. But like, it's always worked out. That's good. Wow. So they went from, yeah. Oh no! Go ahead. I was going to say they went from being sad for you to glad for you, really, because they, now they get to, they sort of guilted you into mm. being their private chef, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, and I enjoy it. I really do. I feel like that. I feel like that. I, I feel happy of myself, kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird to be 35 and happy of yourself. But uh, everybody was so happy. Uh, everybody enjoyed the food so much that it really made me glad of myself on the day. You got to start growing your own herbs now. A window garden. Start trimming the basil, the parsley slash coriander slash yeah, cilantro. I guess that could be the next step. As soon as I know what the difference between all the uh, the spices are. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, we actually got a question about cooking and cleaning so let's Ooh. see if we can answer it now that we know you're an expert at one of them yeah um okay here we go this is from i think a lady yes okay um i don't know it's a dude uh we'll call this guy uh uh tony shout out to tony R.I.P. um I have a little problem that's actually grinding my gears. My girlfriend and I have been living together for a hot minute now, and almost everything is great. The only problem is, ever since COVID, I've been responsible for virtually every household chore. Yes, mm. I do the cooking. Yes, I do the cleaning. That's a, a t- song that's viral on TikTok. Uh, to be fair, I am currently unemployed because I was a bartender, and she is still working. But does that mean it's fair for you and yours truly to do every chore around the house? How do I bring this up to her? Should I bring this up to her? Will she resent me for forcing her to do chores, even though I'm basically home 24-7? I'm going a little crazy, as evident by me literally emailing a chipmunk. If you if you were me, what would you guys do? Love you and be nicer to Jeffrey. Mm. Yeah, you got to bring it up. You got to bring it up. Just because your girlfriend has a job doesn't mean that she doesn't have to do chores like pre-pandemic when you were a bartender you guys probably split things up i imagine so yeah but now he's at now she's coming home she worked all day and then he's like all right i'll cook but you still have to clean and she's like maybe uh i did work all day and you didn't work all day so if you cook and clean it's still eight hours for me and two hours for you yeah but it's like whatever yeah i guess it's like cooking is one thing but it's not like she has a job so gets and she gets to like inherit uh uh, like a maid that that's gonna cook clean do the laundry um you know do all of the housework it's just it ain't right and everybody's going through their own like you know you're dealing with your mental health during this time as well. So I don't think that you can like yeah. shovel all that work on somebody. Yeah. It's also the resentment. Like once you start passive aggressively cleaning that festers, that grows, that's mm. anger. Yeah. yeah. So, but how do you bring it up? Hey, by the way, if I cook, mm. well, that's a But that's a good point. Like you can't let the, the anger, you can't let that stuff go to a boil before sharing it with somebody because then it's like you go in too hot to an argument to be to be like to reach your breaking point and then be like you never do anything i'm fed up is a lot worse than just like talking about this stuff when it's when it's when the heat's just getting turned up when it's just on its way to a simmer to uh, extend the cooking metaphor you got to be like hey i'm getting (laughs) irked by how much stuff i'm doing not i'm at my fucking wits end here you know (laughs) yeah you can't yeah like you said you can't let it um sit percolate and explode Mm -hmm. like a volcano right so i mean i I definitely think you address it um and address it as 
you know, at its, at its base, which is that you want some help with the, with the household chores and stuff, not, um, not like I'm fed up with you not doing jack shit around here because she's also dealing with, with stuff probably at work. She might be stressed out too. Uh, nobody's having an easy time. So you're saying it is fair to bring it up and you should do so before it's too late. Yeah. Pure heart rule. You can bring it up, but just all you can expect is that uh, you can say the way you feel without projecting uh, any of the things that she's feeling when she's not doing the work. You can't be like, you have it so fucking easy, you know? Not like that. Yeah. You know what's um what's good for cooking, and I've recommended this to you before, hmm. is TikTok. There's a whole subsection of chefs on TikTok that make shit show you how to make it and it's stuff that you would never even dream about i i i remember in my brief foray into tiktok um chef tiktok and like fitness and like stretching tiktok were all part of my my feed but the yeah the dumb thing about this is that it all just happens so fast it's like Spice, 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 boil, butter over the noodles. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. that's not how cooking actually is. Like, I could never watch a TikTok and be like, I get how this works now. It's it's too it's too quick. I need to look, you know, I might have like some kind of uh, like ADHD or something, but I need to like look at the written directions maybe at least a dozen times as I'm cooking. I think it's just like I'm like learning all of the the words right now still. Maybe someday when yeah. I'm like comfortable enough in the kitchen, I would be able to watch a TikTok video and be like, "Oh, cool, that's a good idea. I can take that." But right now I still need like the step-by-step directions. Yeah, and they do do step-by-step directions, but you're right. It goes by really fast. So you have to like watch this 30-second video yeah. on repeat. I wish you and could pause. We've it. tried like, to make some of the stuff. Yeah, you can't pause. Yeah, that's what I I want to be like. Oh, okay, this that's the step that I'm on. Pause, and then finish that play. But you have to just like watch the same fucking loop. But you you say you've tried. Yeah, we've made some stuff that's like, oh, I didn't think about that. I'm trying to think about like the last. It's usually like Asian cuisine that we don't necessarily ever consider making. But then it requires us to like order like fish sauce and spices that we never even heard of and now we have extra so then it's like okay now we can make some more but there's been some good ones on there desserts too yeah building up like a spice cabinet and like the just like those those pantry items that you need to cook different types of cuisine because like really it's all the same every everybody like every like recipe that i've looked at is like no one likes rice more than this uh ethnic group and it's just like every Every culture has their rice, you know? It's just Yeah, like, we all like rice. Everyone likes so sometimes rice. It's, it's just the different spices <laughs> in the rices. But like <laughs> rice is pretty universal. I like spice. I'm, I was cooking, yeah. I'm like looking at a Brazilian recipe today. It's like, "Oh, we Brazilians love rice." And and then the way they cook it is the exact same way as the Indian rice recipe that I was cooking last week except uh with no turmeric. I'm like, "Oh, all right." Yeah. Yeah. Or the grain is different. Long rice versus short rice that's versus right. rice noodles. That's right. That's rice. That's rice. Uh, all right. Cool. Talk to talk to your partner. I think the the answer to both of these questions today have been talk to the person that's making you upset. That's mm-hmm. the quick and easy answer to most of the stuff. Yeah, and you're not crazy for being annoyed by these things. No. Yeah, that's perfectly valid. We approve. We uh, decree that it's normal for you to be upset. So yes. you don't have to worry about you being the crazy one. Um, all right. The um, the opening theme song was written by Anderson. Yes, Anderson. Nice. Uh, and this closing theme song is written uh, by... Oosh, oof, oof, oof. I wrote oof. it down and everything. Annie. Um so thank you to Anderson and thank you to Annie. And if you have your own questions or theme songs, uh, send them to if I were you show at gmail.com. And we're still making weekly videos on our Patreon, watching old videos, reading some old scripts that we never shot, answering your questions, going over New Year's resolutions. There's something for everybody. That's right. We just watched Breakfast and Breakfast Date 
part yeah wait it's breakfast part two breakfast date either way um an all-time an all-time great yeah where i have a humming noise coming out of my nose for some reason (laughs) like my nose Uh, emits a humming noise Uh, that's patreon.com slash ja we just crossed 4500 patrons so join the party before it's too late come on uh annie writes this is a parody of stand out from the disney film a goofy movie inspired by ben schwartz when he was on the show and kept playing this song from this movie huge fan plug my instagram a to there to the z what the heck a to the r to the z Holy cow. How, how, I don't know how to say that any quickly or more succinctly, but hopefully you guys are writing that down. Uh-huh. Hope you like it. Thank you to Annie. Thank you to um, Anderson. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Ciao. Bye. I'm admitting to it. I want to drink out of a fucking toilet. Welcome to If I Were You. Podcast by these two. It's the only one they host, so you better tell everyone that you know. Check out another golden mic in hand. Throw him near another turdy where he stands. Jeffrey James is there and he's fine, I guess. I think it would be better if he was under arrest. Riley Anspo on the review, review. Take Jeff away from here with you. But that's a different headgum show right now. We're on If I Were You Show. Why are we like turning this into like this huge fucking witch hunt? This witch hoax. It's not a hoax. You were saying that you're drinking out of the toilet. You said you're bobbing for nectarine. It's a fucking witch hoax. It really is a witch hoax. If I were you. Original.